take a sweet. Mm, it's almost that time. Take yeah, man, the Swig Podcast, man. Yeah, we gotta tune in. Man, let me grab this beer right quick, man. Yeah, let me get my drink ready. Yeah, yeah. Man, you know, man, they be talking about all types of stuff on the man, the loggers, the man. There's some beers I ain't never even heard of on there. We about to learn about them, though, yeah. too. What's up, world? It's your boy, the Bearded Brother. And Shani Hadia, the marvelous gift in the building. Another another day, another recording. Another episode, baby. Hey, I'm excited. Oh. I mean, <laughs> we, got something, we got something popping for real, though, real quick. Yep. Uh, we got to rep our city, you know? So Black History Month, we said, what's a good way to represent Black History Month for our podcast? And it was highlighting other podcasts, black podcasts, um, and also like representing cities. Like, <laughs> really, it just like predominantly black cities. It's it's the perfect perfect conversation for the month. So I will say Nashville is not predominantly black. With this, we did say okay, we got to start it off with the Nashville mix, um, and and. And highlight our city. I mean, how you rep your city and you not start off with yours, right? right? Um, but you know, we'll I'll get to a historical piece, and I think that we need to bring in and let people know that even though Nashville not blickety black, the foundation really is. Right. And so um that's exciting. So we have uh next episode is gonna be Chicago. Yeah. Then we go in hyphy to the Bay Area. Then we going home, baby. And then we got to end it with the piece up, A-Town Down. So Afro Beer Chick will be representing Chicago. Uh, Beer Talk Now will be representing Bay Area. And the Atlanta podcast will, I mean, clearly be representing Atlanta. (laughs) So we're going to be swapping beers, swapping stories, um, just learning about the beer scene and the black beer scene, especially in these different cities. So I'm excited to, I'm excited about it. Now, this is going to be, this is going to be fun little like virtual tour, I guess we can call it. Mm-hmm. So this is going to be fun. I'm excited to hear what people have to say really about Chicago and the Bay Area. I don't, at least for the Bay Area, I don't immediately think of beer. So that's going to be a fun conversation. I'm excited about that city personally. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, um, Nashville is known as Music City. Mm-hmm. And if you came here with no idea of the history of Nashville, the city will have you thinking that it's Music City because country music is everywhere. Nope, John and Cash didn't get us that name. Yeah, he did not. You have uh, the Grand Ole Opry here. You have the Ryman Auditorium. So, I mean, it's definitely a hub for um, for country music. Not going to deny that. But the name comes from the Jubilee Singers from motherfucking University. I ain't go to Fisk. I'm just an HBCU representer. I ain't even go to HBCU. I just believe in them. I didn't either. My parents went to them. Classic film, film and Morehouse couple, so I gotta represent. It just doesn't make sense. Oh yeah, my little brother and his wife are Spellhouse couple. Um, oh, but yeah, so the the Queen of England loved the Jubilee Singers and nicknamed the city the Music City behind those singers, and so 
that is a little piece of black history for Nashville, which is, I mean, it's dope. And I would, I really want to learn more about Jefferson Street because, I mean, um, Jimi Hendrix lived on Jefferson Street for a while. Yeah. It was, you know, it was a little rock and roll hub and it was in blues and all, you know, just black music, but we know. And they're, they're trying to revitalize Jefferson Street now because that is our blickety black street, if you will, in the city. That's our um, hub, really. Yeah, yeah, that and yeah. Uh, so North Nashville area. Yeah. And so that's a little bit of, like I said, that's a little bit of Nashville history and, and your Black History Month fact for Nashville. <laughs> right, and a bunch of the sit-ins, which my personal history of my, my uncle participated in some sit-ins when he was here. He went to TSU. He was playing music mm -hmm. up here. So he was in one of the sit-ins. And I think there's like a newspaper clipping and some sort of archive mentioning him as like one of uh, faces of it if I'm not mistaken so then then you have John Lewis the honorable John Lewis who yeah. also was well known for those sit-ins here in Nashville so um maybe like th th Nashville has that black history and so it's been whitewashed the city has so. <laughs> and we're trying to bring that back that's part of that's part of what I mean. What we're doing, making you sh making sure that people know that black people are here, and specifically black people drink beer. Right. <laughs> so, what are you drinking as we're talking about drinking beer? Yes, I am going with a like a, one of my favorites really in the city is Living Waters Rubicon. Okay. Uh, milk stout, send that about. 9% ABV, 9.9% ABV. Oh, yeah, it's it's a heavy hitter, but it's one of my favorite beers in the city. Um, Living Waters makes some of the best stouts to me in the city. And that their coffee and that stone fruit and sweet chocolate combination. Yeah. Is a dangerous trio that I love. Yeah. So I always try to keep at least a bottle of this in the house if I, if I can. So... I, I recommend you do the same too, guys. <laughs> I love Living Waters. And um, one of the reasons I do is because it opens up at 8 a.m. And at 8 a.m. you can purchase beer. Um, so, cause it's also a coffee shop. So I don't know how they skirt the rules. I'm cool with it. You know, if you the law listening, don't shut them down. Um, <laughs> and Kramer Road is I. It's like, and we ain't say nothing y'all. <laughs> yeah yeah you ain't get that from me but but yeah so going there you know the first time I went I was like okay by the time they start serving beer I'll be in, well into work and I can go ahead I sat down and I saw beer and I saw coffee and I was about to get some coffee but I was like do y'all serve beer and they said yeah I said okay let me get that instead <laughs> <laughs> and, and I went for a coffee stout <laughs> It has coffee in it, so it counts to me. And it's five p.m. somewhere, you know. That's really all that matters, man. So, <laughs> I am drinking "Attention, Please" by Bearded Iris. Um, one of the reasons I chose this beer is because I love IPAs, and Bearded Iris is the IPA maker in the city. 
you know, it's there. <laughs> it's like a little joke, but their tagline is like cultivate variety. They don't make a variety of beers. What they do use is a variety of hops. Yes. <laughs> so I, I don't know if they intentionally did that or they, you know, they found their niche and and was going with it. So the attention, please. Um, it is pillowy, tropical, and citra. So I don't know. It's funny how they use citra as an explanation, as a descriptor, when citra is hops. Right. But um, it does. It is made with all citra hops. So I mean, I guess it makes sense. But it is just funny that it has the pillowy, tropical, and citra. And I mean, that identifies the beer very well. It's, uh, oh, let me see what the percentage on this one is. It is 8.2. So, and it's, it's a double IPA, so it makes sense. Um, it definitely is very tropical on the nose. I really love the tropical IPAs. Um, the pillowy, it's not overwhelming. It doesn't, it's not that dry, uh, that juiciness that ends up having your mouth really dry. Mm. It's still, ooh, and it's a nice little kick on the back end. Of course, that's that 8.2 coming in. So, uh, in, in the go. hops. So. Um, I, I just really love Bearded Iris. You know, if, if we're going to rep, it's funny that, I mean, I, I don't know if we fully planned this, but I mean, it makes sense. We're drinking some of our favorite, at least favorite uh, breweries and representations. You know what I'm saying? So, Bearded Iris, I there is, I do have a favorite Bearded Iris beer, but because um, I just put myself on the spot, I don't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I mean, it's not a. It's like a one-time one they made, and it was just so delicious. Um, a lot, so it's kind of easy to forget which one did you like. Yeah, yes. And I wonder, you know what, we're gonna have to get Bearded Iris on here because I'm really wondering if they, because they do a lot of dry, a double hop, I mean, uh, dry hopping. Mm -hmm. So do they make like a base IPA and just dry hop with all of the other stuff? It seems like the easiest way. I mean, it works. There's no, I'm not judging. Yeah, they probably just use their like home style and dress it up however they need to. Yeah, so their home style, as we're talking about, you mentioned home style. Their home style is the best selling beer in the city. Yeah. Uh that's best selling IPA for sure. I'm I I'm a I feel like it could be the best selling beer in the city. I, I think it is. Yeah. Like, anything else. It's definitely the best selling IPA in the city. So yeah. I can't even think that sells that high or that quickly. Yeah, I can I can see that. So I am like I'm I'm excited about the conversation because Nashville has some gems. Mm -hmm. The one thing I would want to see is easier access to those gems, but the the breweries are like, I mean, we make good beer here in Nashville. Yes, we do. And we've been hit with some some struggles with the pandemic. Yeah. Of course, like trying to trying to make sure breweries stay afloat. 
And then we had the, oh, and then to add to our piece, we had the tornado in March. Yes. What was it, like two weeks before the city shut down? Roughly two, two and a half weeks tops. Yeah. Not like the next week, honestly. But I, I, it, I do feel like it was the next week um, because I'm pretty certain it was something to the effect of we came, I came back. So the, uh, and we worked a week, the, yeah, it was, it yeah. was a week, about a week and a half. It was a week and a half. Cause after uh, I had to work from home that whole week, cause we didn't have uh, electricity in Metro center. And then, um, I went, I was going back to work and I think I was there for a day and it was, and everything came through and I was like, nah, right. I got that first, I remember helping volunteer for, to clean up and I started seeing like the mayor was like, yeah, we got a case here, y'all. And it just kept going up. I was like, oh, so it begins. Yeah. Literally so, turn the main frame off and it was like, oh, stay Yeah, the dope part is, I, I feel like the beer drinkers definitely stepped up and came through. Yes. Shout out to the beer board for allowing delivery you know, that was... Oh, oh my God. That was a game changer. Mm-hmm. I bought everything. I was broke those two weeks. <laughs> the moment I heard about it, I was like, oh, deliver, deliver, deliver. Somebody knocking at my door every two seconds. I didn't do any delivery. Um, <laughs> I had went out and purchased a decent amount of beer coming back from uh, New Orleans. Okay, that's fair. So I had picked up beer along the way. And by the time everything hit, I had beer at the house. And <laughs> but I'm I did make sure to go out and uh try to buy a four-pack here and there, just trying to make sure I supported the breweries. I would say the downside of it is you had to buy a four-pack. Yeah, you can't do singles. Yeah. And I, I like the singles. So it was either go to the store and get singles or buy this four-pack of beer that I don't know if I like. And it worked out. I still made sure I bought a couple four packs. I wanted to make sure I supported it as much as possible. Right. Was, you know, ah, we did lose a couple of breweries then off the, off the strength of the pandemic. We did, unfortunately. Uh, Which one we lose, Kramer? We lost Turtle Anarchy and Little <laughs> uh, Well, Lipman Brothers bought them out, so they didn't completely go away. They just got absorbed somewhere else so hopefully that that buyout helps them more than hurts them mm-hmm. it just be remain remains to be seen because it only happened like not even a month ago so you probably still switching things over operation marketing wise all that yeah the other one was a little harpies and the reason i asked kramer what was the <laughs> what was the breweries because he has been getting them confused with uh, Terrapin or a Turtle Anarchy with Terrapin. Yes. I get it. It's the turtle situation. Yeah, the so, turtles, man, you know, they're related. <laughs> it makes sense. I, I get it. <laughs> it's a, it was a struggle, people. Like, But Little Harpeth got hit by the tornado. Yes. So they got hit by the tornado. They were already in an awkward location, and it was very um, tourist-driven, in my opinion. Cause they were really close to downtown, but you had to be a beer drinker to actually go over to that area and and partake in their brewery. Cause there's not much over there at all. It's very industrial. Yes. Um, but I think uh, a number of those things, but specifically 
the, the tornado with the pandemic on the back end of it, you know, caused them to have to make decisions. I'm not going to say shut their doors, but it was definitely like, let me make a decision. Right. And like you said, Lemon Brothers came through, they purchased Little Harpet and Turtle Anarchy. The thing about Turtle Anarchy is they didn't have a tap room. Yeah. So yeah, I don't even know. I mean, I don't know if they were contract brewing or if it was just um or they had a location to brew. I see them in the stores. Yeah. But and I don't even know if they have how many, you know, many restaurant accounts, to be honest. I don't go to the restaurants that much because a pandemic. So I haven't been able to refresh myself here <laughs> to determine. Yeah, that, I feel like I never saw them even pre-COVID. I never really see them too heavy. No, I don't think so either. So I don't know where I'm interested. We're going to have to look into that one, Kramer, of where Turtle Anarchy, what their plans were. Like, what were their goals? Because were they just like so new where they hadn't really got to that level yet? You know, we have a couple of other um, new breweries coming in the mix that might operate in a similar fashion. Um, right. So I, we have, what, what are you about to say? I was like, for Toro Anarchy, I just wonder, like, what's the plan? I'm more wondering what the plan is with this partnership. Are they going, uh, is this going to lead to a tap room for them? Or are they just leaning on Littman Brothers for brewing purposes and maybe a little heavier, um, it might be just distribution, though, honestly, because there's like Happy Harry's mm -hmm. um, is another one that Lipman owns. And it, I think it's one more, but those are just distribution beers. They're yeah. in uh, Happy Harry's and some restaurants and such, but it's very much just distribution. So I am I'm thinking that that might be the route that they go, but that's really interesting for Little Harpet. Oh, you know what? No, actually... Lil Harpeth got to keep their whole staff. So maybe they are going to create something, you know, a tap room of sorts. It'd be kind of cool if they did create one where you can go and there's like three or four different breweries in that space. I was going to say like a big brew pub almost of like Lipman's breweries that have, have under their name. Have you been to Hunter Station? Yes. So Hunter Station, for the listeners, um, it's a... Uh, it's not a restaurant, but it's like a, a, a building. We'll just go with a building. And there are a number of restaurants in it. They sell beer in there. Each uh, location can sell alcohol. And it's one of those spots where you can bring, you know, you and your whole crew can go in and eat some good food from different places. <laughs> you don't have to worry about like, what's for dinner? I mean, long as you can choose something from those spots, it'd be cool. Right. So something like that would be pretty dope because in my opinion that's what nashville is lacking yeah i believe that they don't have like in atlanta they don't have like a beltline equivalent here yeah yeah so that um the west end area where you have you know um the b uh west end b, what is it b um oh you got you well, you have like three brewers. We just go with that because this ain't right. even about Atlanta anyway. We'll talk about that <laughs> at the end of the month. But you have breweries where you can brewery hop. Yes. In a matter of you know, a couple blocks across the street. We do not have that. We did have it for a second. Yes. 
when we had Yazoo downtown, Jackalope downtown, um, and then Tennessee Brew Works was around the corner from them. Yeah. They were in the Gulch. Yeah, right behind, right behind the Gulch, yeah. That, yeah, there was, it, I felt like there was one more like hidden in there that wasn't as, wasn't Zahn's nearby too? Zahn's was nearby and New Heights was not far from any of that. So it really was a quick Uber ride where I'm talking like a $5 Uber ride where things make sense. And then some of it was walkable. A little bit of a stretch of a walk for some, but from Yazoo to Jackalope, that was definitely walkable. And then- That was across the street at one point. Yeah, yeah. So what's that is missing for me. That's what I would, that's what I would wanna see from Nashville if we are talking about, you know, things we wanna, we wanna fix. Um, I would say the the new Jackalope location. I was just about to bring that up, so I'm glad you said something about yeah. that. Yeah, the Wedgewood Houston area is very walkable. Yes. Now they do have uh, the brewery, a distillery, and a cidery. Yes, all in that same area. But for the beer drinker, we want a brewery. Yeah, or like at least two or three. One or two more over in that area. I think you really got something for beer, the beer drinking community, whether it's yeah. a tap room from another brewery or a completely new brewery that moves in. I think the nations might be the next spot to, you know, be able to provide that. But again, it's not necessarily walkable. Yeah. Having that one big building or that one, you know, uh, courtyard or, you know, where you could just go out and, I don't know. I'm really biased probably because I really love the West End area of Atlanta where mm-hmm. I can go to Monday night and Wild Heaven and Best, End. Best End is the name of the other brewery. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I haven't been there yet, but yeah, I'm very familiar with it. Yeah, and there's a distillery right there. I mean, the ASW distillery. So I'm jocking. Like, I, I would love to see that created here in Nashville. And the other part that I would want to see are black businesses in there. Very much so. Oh, hell yes. That's not even a question. Got to. I mean, you have to do something. Um, one of the, so the two restaurants that I feel like in Nashville um, that the city has kind of took a hold of or um, took a love to, I'll say not took a hold of, took a love to is Prince's yes, and Slim and Huskies. So having Slim and Huskies, if they did one, let's say it was, because I feel like it would be in West Nashville area, like the Nations. Slim and Husky don't have a, lo- a location over there. That is definitely possible. I would not be surprised if I hear something about that being, <laughs> them being there in the next six months. Would yeah. Not be but we have the opportunity to to throw in some other restaurant there, you know, give somebody else a chance because Slim and Huskies opened up in Murfreesboro, Slim and Huskies in Atlanta, Memphis, LA. I think they're going Sacramento, to everywhere. San Diego, I think, is the next lo- is one of the next locations. I mean, hey, I'm here for it. More power to them. I want to see it. And they're making beer. At least on the you know, in Cali, they they partnered and they created a beer. So that's, a, I would love to see. I feel away about that, but I'll let it slide. I do. I do feel away <laughs> about that. I'm like, dude, where, what happened to Nashville? So ain't nobody was biting on that. Nobody was interested. Nobody pitched that one to y'all. 
That's just crazy. That's crazy, man. I was like, oh, all these breweries here, y'all didn't like perfect like opportunity to work with a black business and create something for that community. Yes. The, I mean, we weren't um, we weren't where we needed to be. Right. And really, there's still time to make that happen. So yeah, the window is definitely not closed. Yeah, nah. Especially if it takes off in in Cali. And I will say the vibe in Cali is a little different than Nashville. Um, as much as we want Nashville to be a beer drinking city, mm-hmm. I don't think it's that. No, there we still we got too much of an uphill battle with whiskey, which is a good opponent to have because there's whiskey <laughs> yeah. beer. So there's there's opportunity everywhere if you want to look for it. See, I want to um I want a restaurant that like does burgers. Pizza and beer definitely goes together. Mm-hmm. But like I said, Slim and Huskies exist. But like a nice beer and burger spot. Isn't that Jack Brown's kind of sort of? It is, but I'm talking about black owned. Ah, yeah, true. <laughs> black on I might need to see okay so Forbes uh, has an article and I'm wondering if they are um, if the person who wrote it is like from here friends with somebody here or what but he they're literally the only person that has um, pointed out that like uh, Nashville is a rising star in craft beer tourism. No, I'm saying I'm thinking. Sorry. Yeah, no, no. Like, yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. So, do you agree, Craig? I see you thinking. Yep, your, your wheels turning. Yes, depends on the demographic for sure. You think it is a beer drinking city, or on a, a rise on the rise? I think so. Just with, especially with like stuff that's been popping up. And how most of our cities are, oh, cities, breweries are like adapting to everything and actually catching up to what some areas are doing with delivery and to go stuff and be able to do all that, all those things. I think if the right people in government keep that open, I think it's just that's going to be like the part of them that needs to break and that will really open up the beer city so like right now i think we're knocking at that glass ceiling right now mm-hmm. but a few things need to like fall into place for us to finally push through so i can get with the um rising star i thought it was like they're trying to say they were, we were there i'm like uh not yet but yeah i think i might have mentioned it before it's like we were there but it's definitely i can i can see the rising star piece um one of the things that I would I I would question is like what makes it a rising star? What what mm. um or what when do you when does it become? You know what I'm saying? When does it when have when have, when would Nashville have made it? Oh, that's a good question. You know, so what what's the what yeah? What do we what's the I don't know. What's the goal or that pocket of what you mentioned of a walkable area of breweries, maybe a couple of distilleries and things like that. We get that like pocket of city of the city where it's like consistently walkable and you can go places or you don't have to necessarily like decide, do we need to drive there? Do we need to 
Yeah. Like, what, like, you need to know, like, oh, I can just Uber there and then, or Lyft there, and then we can do whatever we want within a walkable block. Um, yeah, so that's why I kind of like envision that we can get something like that and you don't have to think about it. Yeah. That's when we are like, oh, shit, Nashville is a beer city. It might not be beer primary, but like, you can't say we ain't got beer here, like, kind of situation. I mean, and, and it's good beer too. Yes, it's definitely good beer. That's the that's the cool part about it. You know, um, Jackalope, you know, has has been holding it down. Uh, Yazoo holds it down. The thing, Yazoo has moved out of Nashville. They're now in Madison. So outskirts now. So right. Uh, it, I fat fat bottom. No, I'm sorry. Tailgate is still in. Is that that's still Nashville, isn't it? Yeah, I'll give them Nashville. Well, at least they're their West, you know, main location. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think it's, I think they're just right there on the edge of West Nashville, where it, right before it becomes like Bellevue or Bellmead and all that. Bellmead, yeah, one of those <laughs> Bell somethings on the other side. Yeah. So it was like sitting right there. So I'll give, I'll give them that. I think they'll be the ones that really hold that torch, I guess, for. Nashville, because it's one of the bigger breweries we have outside of Yazoo. Mm-hmm. So I think they're going to be kind of like the face of Nashville proper for right now until other breweries start building up, like a new high starts coming along. Southern Grid starts coming on, like along on a bigger production scale. Yeah. You know, like, so Tailgate would has three locations, right? Yes. And May I mean we are looking for a walkable area because you and I love beer and we would like to hit a couple breweries in the in the space. Yes. But the let's let's talk on the average tourist level, right? Mm-hmm. Would they are are they interested in hitting several breweries or are they good with um going to uh on the Mumbrian Music City Circle? And hitting a bar, and then hitting tailgate, and then hitting another bar, and then a restaurant. You know, and yeah. not having. But here's the thing: smart thing with tailgate did they put one of their uh, extended tap rooms down there instead of like their actual brewery? I think that's kind of the difference. You might have the breweries somewhere else in a different part of town. Mm-hmm. you can have the tap rooms you can have like an area downtown let's just say music city circle you take all those you can have two or three breweries i think right there still mix in with a bar and a few restaurants down there so you can throw in just put in front of it must though selling grits you move that they want to leave from the nation and go to the Mumbrian. i think they'll do very well there or like I, I agree. But I, I guess like that's what we want to see. And that's what would make it for me more of a beer city. But I'm wondering if the Nashville tourists are looking for that. Because like you said, uh whiskey is definitely king. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. that's what people drink in here. So you might not want to do all beer. Maybe I don't know. Maybe I, I'm asking that because I'm trying to get it. I'm trying to understand right. why the hell they won't give us a walkable space. <laughs> happy. That's why. <laughs> and, and I don't think that space will be able to be downtown realistically. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they have to do the industrial, they have to be in an industrial area to really make it make sense because you need the space, you need the, you know, it's a warehouse, it's a production facility at the end of the day, unless you yeah. do, like you said, the offsite tap room like um, Tailgate did. Yeah, I think that would have to be, it had to be something offsite. Um, like an offsite tap room. Um, and I think you would have to have very much a, might have to have like some breweries do have cocktails there. You still have like that side of the menu, I guess. Cause I know downtown, there's a brewery downtown. I forget the name of it, but they solely rely more on their food and stuff like that. But it's still a brewery. I think you kind of. The rock bottom. Rock bottom. That's what it is. Yes. Yeah. So, kind of like that kind of concept. Yeah, they are like a brew pub or um. I couldn't think of the word, but brew pub. There you go. I couldn't think. Yeah. Of the word. I I feel like they more they might. I feel like those type of restaurants are even more than a brew pub because you know uh, what is it Gordon Burst or something like that? Don't they have like beer options? You might not. Is it? I think so, yeah. But having like a little more upscale restaurants, I don't know. When I think brew pub, I think, um, I guess that as long as you make your own beer there and you serve food, you know, it counts as a brew pub. It's the right. prestige or whatever. So that's what it is. I've never been. It has never. I can't do our downtown. Personally. Well, that too. <laughs> so. Even in other cities, because it's not a, it's it's a chain. So there's yeah. a couple of them in different cities. And that's just not anywhere that I would want to go. I mean, maybe it's too commercial for me. Yeah, I think that's definitely what it is for me. An example of that would be Blackstone. So Blackstone used to be a restaurant yes. that made their beer. Couple years ago, they were like, mm, "We're not gonna do the restaurant thing no more, and just turn into a brewery." Now I want to say they did that in like 2019. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it was like 2019. Into tw- they did it in, t- in 2018, but really opened up in 2019. And I had like the best time at Blackstone when I went because mm-hmm. the bartender was like y'all want to try this y'all want to try that i mean i made sure i took her really well but we tried all of the beers right all of them were good and we just we laughed we joked and it, i mean you know it was a good time it was it was a the type of brewery for me and then they had a food truck outside so that's what they turned their their kitchen into a food truck uh that's smart because then you can get different type of food out there and and it's not as uh, you don't have the overhead of the kitchen. I mean, you're working out of a truck, but then you have the location where you know you're going to sell the food. But let's say your brewery closed that day and there's a festival. You can just chug that bitch right on over to that festival and serve your food over there. I feel like it was very smart, personally. Very well executed. And I'm happy for uh, Blackstone because they they evolved the way I like to see breweries evolve. Because at first, I didn't like that. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't like their beer at first. And then they actually, like, the time and effort got put into the beer. I'm like, okay, this is what I wanted to taste in 2016, 2017, when y'all okay. was in trying to do the restaurant thing. Yeah. This probably this is what I've always wanted from y'all. And y'all finally gave that to me. 
Round of applause for y'all. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, they make a really good black IPA. That's one of my faves from them. So that's the dark, uh, hmm? the dark, dark matter. matter. Yep. Mm -hmm. Dark matter. And I, yeah, I, I, I'm just, I'm, I wanted to go back. I was ready to go back. 2020 through a monkey wrench and everything because you didn't get, I didn't get to accomplish a lot of the, I want to, you know, I'm going to go there spots. And again, because Nashville isn't very uh, walkable, mm -mm. you, Black Zone is out of the mix. Yeah, but they're another one that's in a pocket where it could be popping if it right. It could be fire over there. That location would be prime for right? at least two other breweries in that space. For the non-Nashville people, Blackstone's over in this area. It's over. It's kind of another industrial area, park area, right off the railroad. So, but there's a bunch of like warehouses that like could perfectly house breweries it's not too far from downtown uh, matter of fact you would take a downtown exit to get to it or you can come from you know you got like two exits you can end up getting to it and uh yeah i mean it's not too far off from from things but that area could be uh it could be yeah it could be dope and like i'm now i'm like so how do we get more breweries over there right uh y'all been looking over there or no like what? I personally want, I personally want the breweries to uh, come down Elm Hill Pike. Mm. That is another okay. So the the spots that we're na I'm we're naming right now are a little bit out of the city proper, but um, I, I guess that's city proper. I feel like downtown is city proper, but maybe on the way like you know where city limits start to teeter between suburbs. And yeah. City. They, these areas sit like right on that line if they yeah. aren't that line. Yeah. Blackstone might be in city proper, but definitely various artists in Elm Hill Pike is is that definitely that line. And what, what that would do is provide some space for those of us living a little bit on the outskirts in the areas that don't quote unquote, quote unquote, drink craft beer it gives us a, a space to go to because I found myself at various artists a lot because that's about 15-ish minutes for me. About 10 for me. Yeah. And beyond that, you know, I would tag on maybe 10 minutes um, to another brewery. Meh. Give or take, maybe less than 10, maybe another five minutes. But when you <laughs> you're drinking, those minutes matter. Time is subjective after like your fifth high ABV beer, so. Right, <laughs> so. right. And our, the average Uber ride to, you know, most of the breweries are about $25 coming from my area. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, so 20, 20 plus a tip, you know, something along those lines. Ain't nobody trying to play that. Let it surge on you now. That's but, all game. But that price is uh, much better than a DUI, so. Right, I'd rather pay that 25 <laughs> And twenty five hundred or something. Factor that into your drinking budget. What's my, what's my Uber cost? <laughs> right. I got a hundred dollars to spend on beer. Are you going to the brewery during any of that time? Yeah. So you got minus twenty dollars at least. <laughs> <laughs>
So you better get that pregame right. So, so listen, these new breweries that's coming up, they need to be listening to what we're saying. Yes. So when you decide to find a building, you know kind of where to look. Well, you know, okay. So frequency, frequency five twenty eight, and Common Law Brewing are two of the ones that's coming. Okay, maybe y'all won't count because y'all kind of already have y'all locations in mind. Right. Common Law wants to stay in Spring Hill which is uh, probably about 30 minutes south of Nashville. Yeah, and from where we are, it's probably like no more than 20 minutes for each of us to get down there. Yeah. Um, and then 528, frequency 528, he's, he's looking to take over somebody else's spot. Um, I need to ask Chad about that because he made a comment. Well, before, I think at New Heights, and I just forget, he told us the location because I feel like he was speaking in code. And all I got was there's a brewery, there's a brewery closing. And I'm trying to take that location. And so we started like, we started, you know, rubbing our chin, who's trying that? to figure out what brewery was closing <laughs> because we knew Lil Harpeth was closing. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that's what he was trying to go for. He, no, nope, yeah. because he already, he told me that Barik was going to get there. Okay. So, <laughs> he the one who put me on that, that Barik was going to take that. And so that brewery, if y'all like, when y'all make it to Nashville, that's going to be a cool one to go to, I think, because they do open fermentation and he'll eventually have a tap room. And the sour beers there are just, they're awesome. They're good. And I don't, I, me as the bitter brother, as you probably have heard on record, on wax, whatever you want to say, <laughs> I do not rock with sours. And I rocked with his super heavy when I had some of those. When I was able to finally get my hands on a couple of those, I was like, now these are sours I can drink. So that's a big, I like to think that's a big cosign. Yeah. <laughs> sours. It counts. And I agree. I mean, it's not your kettle sours. You're not going to get that sweet, you know, fruity. I mean, you're going to get fruit notes because he literally uses fruit. If he says it's a peach something, he has buku peaches in the barrel. Right. But it doesn't taste like a weird prop. Like, it doesn't taste like processed, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's very open, natural. So I have some in, the, in my... Um, seller that so look at that chat if you hear up. this hook your boy up because i've been looking i have not been able to get my paws on it on which one on any of the stuff really oh it's in uh east nashville location they're they're around a lot more now okay cool yeah I'm yeah go. yes but at one point it definitely was you know you go and he'd be sold out this is when he was really hitting it on coming into the scene but i think he has um he has a decent amount of beer now. Right. That's on deck. Yeah. That's I love how he came on to this thing. That's so different. Organic and organic and like you didn't really see that anyway. Like anything that opened up, it was just like boom, we're open. Pull up. <laughs> he was like, oh, Yeah. Get some samples. Come find my samples. And I was like, Oh, this is different. I think that Wait, you talking about frequency five twenty eight? Yeah. Oh man, I was talking about Barry on the open fermentation so chad does the kettle sours 
Okay. Frequency 520, he does kettle sours, but they are not heavily fruited. Yes. He does the, he had, the one that we tried was the shock, shock tart. Yes, one, the shock, and that one. Chakra, chakra, chakra tart. Yes, and that's tasted just like shock tarts, though. Yeah. If you liquefy them, middle them down, whatever, and drink it, that's that beer. But it had enough carbonation, enough beer to not, it gave you, it, it gave you the notes of shock uh, tarts, but it wasn't like drinking a syrupy shock tart yeah. drink. And then it tastes like it would be novelty. They're like, oh, you just drink yes. this in front of it. He's like, you could drink this regularly. Yeah. You, um, are you opening up another brew? No, I'm a, uh, sip slow. Yeah, I'm staying with my living waters. Okay, so I am switching yeah, over to drinking though. I'll let you talk about it, but I like the one you're drinking. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you if you had it, you can you can give your uh your thoughts on it. But I am moving over to Stout World. That's why Kramer can be like, <laughs> I got something to say on that one. It's the roof. <laughs> yeah. So Southern Gris switched the drip. Um, it is mocha pecan truffled inspired milk stout brewed with lactose, vanilla, cocoa nibs, barista parlor coffee, toasted pecans, and a hint of sea salt. So barista parlor is a local uh, brewery, I mean brewery, <laughs> coffee shop here, <laughs> coffee <laughs> shop here in Nashville. <laughs> so we always love the local collabs and um mm-hmm. And Barista Parlor is just is really good coffee. So if you pick up anything from Nashville and then make something with Barista Parlor coffee, you're in for a good you're in for a good beer for sure. Yeah. And it's good. I yeah. mean, it is uh it's a little creamy with the lactose. Um, you definitely get that uh what is that pecan, that maple? What is what did I say it was? That the pecans mocha mocha pecan. I'm like it's um it's just ever so slightly nutty. And, you yep. know, pecans have a pretty, pretty mild flavor, and it comes through just really nice. Mm-hmm. And then that the mocha on like I'm getting that mocha and that coffee on on a bag that's lingering. It's really nice, man. This was I was in, I was a fan of this when I had it the first time. Yeah, so I had to have it again. Uh, this, I get a little bit of the sea salt, like kind of like when it coats your tongue, like that first moment. Okay, I got I got the wave. Like as I was swallowing, I got a little bit of that salt, that saltiness yeah, that goes with goes it. over your tongue and it finishes with like just the kiss of sea salt. And I appreciate that because I think that bit of sea salt takes the edge off of the sweetness that could that this beer could provide, given the the profile. Yeah, I appreciate Southern Grace for working that balance really well. Yeah, well, we on Southern Grace. So we got to talk about Southern Grace. <laughs> I want to up them first on their beers. They, listen, I don't know how the hell y'all did it. And maybe it was something to do, you know what I'm thinking about Order. it now? Maybe it was something to do with the anniversary. I don't know how they did their anniversary last year. Mm-hmm. But they dropped so many beers over the summer. That it was 
awesome. But also, I was like, God damn. Like, y'all got nothing else better to do? Y'all can't make, like, shirts? No merch? So <laughs> and, every, and every drop I wanted it. Majority of them, at least. I was like, right. fuck. And of course, four packs. So I skipped on a number of them because I didn't want the the four pack. Oh, there are crowlers. I'm like, if I open it, I gotta drink it all. It's not like I can just cap it for later or like gotta go somewhere. I was like, we're in the middle of pan- pandemic, so I can't just like have hella people over <laughs> and be like, yo, let's drink all of these and call it a day. So it's yeah. like, ah, I think I'm gonna have to pass on that. Like maybe if someone has it and want to get rid of it, I'll grab it. But you know, yeah. I, so I, I mean, they did end up in the bottle shops. So I did cop a couple of the ones that I wanted to try. If I went to get, you know, a mix of beers, um, I definitely, I definitely cop some of those those Southern Grits. But I was missing them. I was like, damn, y'all dropping again? Wait, they just did this. Wait, it's gone. Southern. So Southern Grits is is probably would would you say the most popular brewery here? Oh yeah, for sure. But also mm-hmm. sometimes it's the one the most novelty. Okay, that's what novelty is popular in that regards. I think Yazoo has the the longest standing, you know, foundational. If you're a beer drinker, you're gonna you're gonna rock with Yazoo. That's their consist that's our consistency. Yeah, there's like it's not going nowhere. Is they're gonna give you just good solid beers, you're not getting a novelty, they're not messing around, all that blah blah blah. So like but but Southern Grizz is a um, like you said novelty. They they gonna bang out flavors. They are gonna bang out stuff that the masses that social media wants to try. Yeah. Oh, that's a good way to word it. Yeah. Word it. That's that's good. <laughs> those are the ones that social media want to try. So you got Yazoo is like those beer drinkers. They are gonna like yes, I want Yazoo. I want a solid beer. You drink, yeah, you drink Southern Grizz for um, social media. And <laughs> as I mentioned social media, <laughs> I need to take a picture of my beer, y'all. Oh, I definitely agree with that. <laughs> social media wants to drink. Man, that's good. I'm sorry. I'm still hung up on that. That's good. That's good. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah, so Southern Grizz has some really it has some great beers some high points um they opened up their second location in um the nations yeah so they started off in east nashville and it was tight i mean parking all up the street and it still ends up being like that a little bit because their tap rooms aren't that big even the one they built in the nations the tap room ain't that big even with the outdoor space i'm like yo y'all could have did better but through this whole pandemic, y'all, they ain't open a goddamn tap room. I think they still close. Yeah, they are. They're they definitely just, still close. They rely on, like you said, social media for all their releases. And that they, is, I mean, that well, I don't know. That's amazing. It's dope. I want to go sit at Southern Grizz and I want to have a flight of the beers. I don't want to commit to um, all of them. Right. <laughs> because you like we had that uh, strawberry shortcake IPA. That first one, it was way too lactosey. I would have been pissed. Y'all missed that one, Southern Grizz. 
No, like, you didn't. That's the one you and I had together. You know what I'm saying? Like, they missed on, like... Oh, they missed it. I thought you... I'm sorry. I thought you said I missed it. They, they missed that one. I was like, I wanted the more tartness in this. I wanted the strawberry tartness rather than the sweetness, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I, like you said, it was like, it was just so... It was like drinking, like, sugar milk, almost, with, like, a hint of strawberry in it. Yeah. 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 That was... The next, the next, next quick sugar milk or you know yes, the that, strawberry. That strawberry milk you put too much sugar in it. It was, and that's what it was. I was like, actually, I want more strawberry with a hint of the milkiness. But y'all flipped it. I was like, ah, y'all flip it the other way. I think I could rock with it in theory. Yeah, they so they missed the mark on that one. Now they did, they did brew a black is beautiful. That was on the sweeter side too. Yes, the first go round. Once my can sat for a minute, it was delicious. Oh, that probably would have been a good idea because I got it and turned up on it immediately. Probably should let one sit. That was probably. I thought we had it together. You know, I don't. Everything be running together, honestly. We but had it together, but it's still like fresh off their release. Okay. Yeah, so once I had it with some people the second time, and it was a collective like, the this is better. It has gotten better. Yeah, as I said, I might still have one in my fridge. I don't think maybe I got. A, I think I have a bearded iris. Uh, mm, I wonder how that is now that now that you let it sit. I'm gonna find out soon. <laughs> I'm not gonna let those sit. I'm not gonna let those sit too long. Um, because I know they'll have about a six month shelf life on those. On those stouts, um, some of them go can go a little. Refrigerator, right? Hmm? It's refrigerator, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's refrigerator. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna get a strong six months out of it. Yeah. So we'll see what it comes up with, but you know, the one thing I will say about the pulse of the city is we we've seen some changes. Yes. Uh, we. I'm not. I don't want to call them changes yet. Because I don't feel like the breweries have had an opportunity to show and prove. Mm, okay. I feel like there's is a we're in transition. Okay. Um, I feel like breweries are definitely open to to what we have to say. Open to working with us. Um, have reached out and said, "Hey, we see what y'all are doing. We like it." How can we work together? And uh, I, I feel like that's important and not just that it's us, um, but as far as I know, there's not too many black beer drinkers in Nashville that are that wear it on their chest, so to speak. We got logo shirts, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. we, we, we're beer drinkers and, and we, we are also working to diversify the community. So those the breweries that are reaching out, or if we reach out to them and it's like open arms, it's like bet. Right, we're there. We're there, and and so I want to. I think because of the pandemic, there hasn't been an opportunity to to show that that change, show that growth. Yes, I I agree with that, but also at the same time, I've seen where like you can fit in, like we. We just attended your event with the record shop and the bottle share tonight at the groove. But 
um, our boy at Common Library came, had full conversation with us, and it didn't feel weird. It didn't feel like forced. He wanted to be there. He had the conversation. And the great thing was, he was like, you having conversations with probably like arguably the faces of Black Beer Dreams in Nashville. And we were keeping up with it. We were actually <laughs> holding down our conversation. Yeah. With you and articulating our thoughts and feelings. And you were like either like connecting with us or like maybe you didn't agree with us, but you understood where we were coming from. And that was like, we've talked about it before i was like that's just one of the small like moves you can make it's just like yeah. linking up with us in an event and you don't have to like even bring your beer just be there talk beer with them be down to support Ab- absolutely so i i agree with that and that's why i said we're in transition i see the breweries actually um making that effort mm-hmm. but for me what's going to show improve is when the tap rooms open and we can really have um, events and when we can really have um, breweries can actually show that they're they're open to bringing in that diversity and they're really trying to achieve it. So right now, the, the connecting with us is a great start. Having conversations with us is a great start. They're doing it and now I'm like, I'm commending them, not taking anything away. And I understand that they haven't had an opportunity to fully show and prove what they what they can do, what they can provide, what they can open up with. Um, and so once once vaccines go out and we, you know, kind of back in the in the same in the same mix, I want to see the breweries have that same tenacity, that same drive, that same push, you know, that same openness, because, you know, a lot of it was driven by a tragedy. Yeah. You know, now I'm not saying it wasn't in their heart, but it was driven by a tragedy. Everybody was like, boop, eyes open. Let's see what's going on. Damn, I see what's going on now. So once we get now, you know, almost two years out from from what that catalyst and brewing Black is Beautiful, we'll, we'll be able to see what breweries are actually, you know, are, are they going to step up to the plate? Are going to practice what they preach or try to preach? Mm-hmm. No, that's fair. That's very fair. I definitely agree with like that. It's definitely they're pivoting slash transitioning. They ain't, they're not fully there yet, just because you said it's like we're still wrapped up in a pandemic. Whether what we got going on, like we still got the pandemic control, like controlling where people are going and what people are doing to just really survive almost. And- I mean, yeah, because even for myself, I'm like, I am not trying to throw, I, I would love to have a big event. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm ready to like, yeah. let's, let's, you know, let's put some effort behind it. But I understand that right now we need to be operating at about 20-ish people. Yeah. Moves, you know what I'm saying? Mask on, space, you know, enough space, make sure we can stay our distance and stuff and, um, and that, and you know, and, and even those are, they're a little concerning. So, right, you know, I like I'm not holding, I'm not holding spaces, feet to the fire. I want to keep the momentum going. I want them to continue what they're doing, but um, I absolutely, I am giving grace. Right now. Oh yeah, 
once those vaccines once those vaccines come through and people right. are really um you know and people are out and about now let's see what your tap room can end up being i feel like we'll need the help but you know are y'all still the same shit y'all was talking in 2020 you know in the 2021 you're gonna hit us up when things calm down enough and we put something together yeah because well that you know and and the thing about the pandemic has slowed everybody down so mm -hmm. when you are going 90 miles an hour are you still are are you still down for this diversity and inclusion piece right are you still down to make that effort so that's that's where i'm at i mean that's what i that's what i want to see you know and we have um we mentioned some of the breweries that, you know they brew black is beautiful but have they what have they done outside of that now for instance southern gris mm -hmm. they brew the black is beautiful they were one of the first ones there wasn't too much of a question there that was all fine and dandy but i want to see what comes of that yes because I feel like it's just when things popping up, they just push out more beer. They're like, oh, something crazy happening in the world. Let's put out nine releases this week. No one's gonna notice we're doing anything different. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, everybody did the black square. You did the, you did the, and I will full disclosure, we have not reached out to Southern Grish yet. So that is not to say. Uh, I'm not saying that they aren't open to doing anything. Yes. <laughs> I don't want to like. We're not trying to explain the room, but we're just being honest of like what we've seen. But also, we haven't talked to them either, so we don't want to. Right. Some and you know we've called out other breweries too, and they've reached out to us. They were like, "Wait, we don't. We, this not what we're trying to be. This is not who we are." And so, if there's some some confusion, you know, we want to clear that up. And that and that's respectable, uh, you know, understandable and all of that good stuff. So I don't say that to say like Southern Grist a bad brewery. Matter of fact, <laughs> we'll tell you in a second why we excited about Southern Grist. So um, it's just that because they're so big, I'm, I'm going to hold, I want to see more from them. I'm expecting more of them. Exactly. I'm, expecting, I'm expecting something beyond brewing a black is beautiful so i'm just we'll be reaching out here soon southern gris real soon and we um we fully and truly feel like y'all gonna be down for the get down but i we do want y'all to let you know that the expectation is there yep we'll be knocking on your door soon y'all brew a whole lot of motherfucking beer <laughs> right let's 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 translate that into some community action personally i don't know but okay so yes events <laughs> that we can get as best as we can in a pan world pandemic yeah okay so before we get to that before we get to that event now i want to talk nashville events nashville yeah. and maybe this will help the beer city help it become more of a beer city i think so our, our festivals because nashville is like centered is the location is 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 nice it's nicely centered 
Mm -hmm. It has a potential for a lot of uh, a lot of visitors. Yes, you know, we're, we're a couple hours, quick rides, weekend getaways from a number of cities, and so our festivals are, I'm gonna say, pretty dope. I'm pretty pretty fire, especially like what you said, and everybody being within like some five hours of some very good major cities. So. Repeat that. Yeah. Hold so, on. hold on. So, I think like Nashville's events and like when it comes to festivals are really great because we're within five hours of like very metropolitan cities. Like, we're not too far from Asheville, not too far from Cincinnati. Atlanta's four hours away. Huntsville's two hours away. Memphis is three hours away. Louisville, you know, St. Louis, you know, all of them. Like within five hours, a nice weekend getaway, you right. can get to Nashville. So that is one of the, the perks and one of the, the highlights of this city. And I'm looking forward to, I'm looking forward to events coming back. So Spring Hill or Columbia, they had a beer festival recently. They did, yeah. Um, mm, yeah, yeah. I mean, Columbia and Spring Hill, they like next door neighbors. They right there, you know, yeah. spit you in another one type thing. Uh, I'm not ready for festivals yet. Soon as I get my vaccine, which I am ready for. I am too. <laughs> I, I'm down for a festival. And I, so I expect to, um, to be hitting some later this year. Mm -hmm. um, I'm expecting winter warmer. Yeah. I'm praying for winter warmer. I need, I need to go to that. Yeah. You are gonna, you are gonna shit bricks, dog. Like I'm sorry, <laughs> I, I've, seen, I've seen posts and like, I just haven't been, so I haven't had the personal experience, but I've seen, I'm like, that's my scene. I need to be there. I have to go there. <laughs> like. Yeah. And so um I'm I'm waiting for those to kick off. I would love to have these the festivals. I really want that back into play. But right now we gotta do what we gotta do. And what we're doing is Southern Gris is having a drive-through carnival. Right. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that will entail. I imagine people on stilts juggling fire breathers. The visual, you know, right. carnival type stuff. What would be kind of fun are some games that we could play from the car, you know, like throw a ball or shoot this cannon at somebody and dunk them. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Um, <laughs> something that you can hold from the car, you really ain't got to get out. You know, they wipe it down at the end because you know, sanitize, sanitize. But yeah, that's what I that's what I want to see. Yeah, I want to see see all of that and like some sort of like I don't even I don't know. And it's this weekend, so um, yeah. the so okay, drive through carnival. Y'all like all right, like it's a brewery. What the where the fuck is the beer? <laughs> Their package, they have 24 over, really, over 24 beers being released because you have 24 cans. So we're looking at the, listen, we are realistic and um, we're trying to get a bang for our buck. And we love bottle shares. 
we're trying to get this VIP package with a couple of us. Mm -hmm. We get the 24 beers and we go to town. <laughs> Just drinking and cackling. <laughs> I mean, we will be a whole lot of cackling. And we'll definitely be looking for um, Ubers, Lyfts, <laughs> piggyback rides. Right, significant others. Significant others, because I don't know if we're gonna knock off all twenty-four beers. If it's four of us, I feel like it's I feel like it's doable over um, a few hours. A few hours and ordering some food and maybe even taking a nap. <laughs> <laughs> Take a nap break. I'm just resting my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> but um that so like okay, Southern Grits, I, I really let's give them a little bit, Kramer. Their anniversary, this is their fifth anniversary. Yes. Their, their anniversaries are pretty much getting bigger and bigger. Had this fifth anniversary been a thing. So many people were ready to come to Nashville. Um, it was going to be a good time. I was going to be there trying to get my ticket because I missed it last year. I didn't know if I was going to be in town, so I didn't press it. Ended up being in town and missed it, and so I'm like, it hurt. Right. But I was I uh, people ready to come in town for it. Um, so I'm, I'm excited about what can be. And as I'm saying this now, I'm about to hit some of my Atlanta folks because they were open to doing the same thing. Uh, they were open to coming up for the anniversary. And I was like, nah, I think it's gonna be like a drive-through or it's not gonna be a for real anniversary. They was like, well, what is it? Well, I might have them, I might see if they wanna come up and we might need to do a nice little bottle share in the backyard. I mean, it'd be like six people, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, well, our four, maybe eight based on who come from Atlanta. But I think that would be pretty fun to have that and that way we just put the beers on the table you got two cans yep. you don't have to get it now if you don't want it but there's enough like that'd be live yeah i'll be all everybody for get a two ounce pour don't be fucking up you know right tighten up tighten your shit up if you're a heavy pour learn to be lighter if you're yeah. a lighter pour step it up if you need to <laughs> you know um i'm thinking about this man uh, we got a note here about the new locations for Bibco and Sons. Yes. So Bibco is uh, Bearded Iris Brewing Company. And then Sons was that location that we talked about being close to downtown, uh, close to the other walkable breweries. So Yazoo has moved to north, uh, north of Nashville and Madison. Jackalope has moved up the street to Wedgwood, Houston area, which is a really nice area. If y'all come to town, that's definitely, especially if there's an art crawl going on, it's really nice over there. Yes. And Sons was one of those locations that you could really get to real easy as well, at least on a scooter, if nothing else. Well, they're dipping out of downtown and they're going to the nations as well. Yep. In the nations, you have Bibco, Sons, uh, Southern Gris, Harding House, Harding House, Fat, Fat Bottom. There, I mean, again, I don't know how close like the Bibco moved over to Southern Gris or Sons moved to Bibco, whatever. There's a, a another brewery that shall not be named that is over there as well. If you're into that kind of thing, but I feel like if you're listening to our podcast, you would not be, and we're not gonna give their name because fuck them. Um, 
but they're all on that West Nashville nations area. And it, it might not be walkable, but at least it is in that same little vicinity. The same side of town. You can the same of- side of town. It, it's doable. It's doable. Man, I, I've enjoyed talking about Nashville. It kind of made me fall in love with the beer scene all over again. Right. It kind of just reminds you, like, oh, I kind of taken this for granted. Now that I'm talking about it, I'm like, this is a move. We got some yeah. moves over here in Nashville. You kind of forget because you're just so used to it, but you're like, the way we were listening or the way we were talking, I was listening to, I'm like, oh, I need to get the Nashville. Yeah, I'm going to have to get somebody to be my DD because I want to hit a couple breweries. And like I said, um, it's $20 to get to one brewery. If I want to hit three of them, you got to add a couple more dollars in between those. <laughs> so I'd rather give somebody a couple. Like, here's 20. Come be my DD. I'm sure somebody will. That's going to be an adventure with one of us. So, <laughs> And like we said, we'll be doing, um, we're going to be doing this carnival, this Southern Girls Carnival. We'll be getting some, some footage. We're definitely going to be recording some of the tastings on the beer. Yeah, um, recording, posting. So yeah, you're, you're like we, there with us. Yeah, we're going to end up making a day of it. And um, listen, by the end of the day, eyes going to be low. Mm-hmm. And don't be judging. Yeah, we don't, listen, we, don't, we don't want your negativity here. Listen, laugh, and, and mind your business. Right. <laughs> so what you, what you got coming up? You got anything popping for um, Black History Month? Um, I am meeting with some people here in the next week or so and hopefully we'll be able to come come out with something whether it's going to be some new can art new beer but can't t- tell you quite yet because honestly i don't know what it's going to look like but it's something's coming something's i got you coming. so yeah i'll be releasing a beer with uh the black bear experience with um crazy gnome it's going to mm-hmm. be a hazy ipa we got the name. Uh, it was voted on in the group Rainbow Coalition. I'm probably gonna mess around and like play the beer name. Like I'm sorry. Like even outside, that's such a beer name, Rainbow Coalition. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I'm probably gonna play around with the spelling of it and see if they, you know, cool with that. Just to not play off of the organization that exists mm-hmm. that's named Rainbow Coalition. Um, but I like it's gonna be fun and we're going for truth Trudy. Fruity and tropical. <laughs> but that's what we were going for. When this beer releases, I'm gonna give like the story and you know talk about it and, and when I give the flavor notes and stuff and like maybe we you know we go to Crazy Gnome and 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 talk about it and I wanna just talk about the the fun day of brewing that I had it was it was fun but I definitely left with my arms hurting at the end of the day that was <laughs> and having brewed with three different the wrist now girl Don't... yeah it was I was definitely flicking the wrist it was like flicking a whole shoulder but having brewed I had a different experience with you know brew with jackalope that was like more major production then you have um the we black abbey Mm-hmm. which was more, you know, kind of middle of the road, a, a lot automated, but still 
um, smaller system. Yeah. And then Crazy Gnome, it, while it was still automated, it still was some more hands-on activity there. Oh, yeah. yeah, for cause it's a smaller brewery. So just having that that experience, it was fun. Um and so yeah, I, I look forward to talking about that one a little more. And like a blast. You said what? Not like a blast, but you was tired. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was a blast. And then we we of course, like in true true brewery and brewing fashion, you have a couple beers. Um we also tasted some donuts from up the road. I was like, we about to, you know, we're going to, yeah. yeah, we're going to taste some donuts because yeah, we were talking about donuts and I was like, you know what? I want donuts. So there was a, a donut shop up the road we taste. So that, uh, that was, that was really fun. And then I'll be doing a forum um, at uh, Harding House at the end of the month on the 23rd about Black is Be- Beyond Black is Beautiful, you know, having uh, some people talking. So talking yeah. on it. And that'll be going live as well. I'll have more info on that in the next few days. Of uh, we'll have some promo stuff out, but the details will come a little closer on how people can log in and and check it out. So, Definitely. Black History Month, I put a word out there to folks, and they answered. And um, we're gonna see what else you know the breweries that didn't answer. What are they coming up with with themselves? And some people have already said they were working on things, which made it even better for me because um, don't wait for me. Take right. things into your own hands, and you know, and tell me how I can help you at the end of the day. That was like, that's what I would like to see. So, right. So, yeah, ma'am, this, uh, this Rep Your City series, hopefully I learned a little bit about Nashville. And um, if you're looking to visit, um, maybe you're a little excited to visit Nashville. Yeah. And um, we saw some people, we're recording on this weekend, and we saw some people in the city that didn't hit us up. Y'all missed out on a turn up. Yeah. We won't say names. We won't say names. But no, we um we, we love when people hit us up when they come to the city, and we, we love to turn it out. So... Uh, y'all be easy, man. You, what you, you want to tell the folks something, Kramer? As always, just follow us on social media. Uh, the Bearded Brother on everything. The Swig, um, all that. And where can they find you, really? The Black Beer Experience on everything as well. Uh, Instagram and Facebook. Like I said, I got a Twitter, but I ain't. I haven't. Yeah. I can't keep up with it. My mind, I ain't got enough mental capacity. But yeah, <laughs> so check out the book. The Swig, keep listen make sure y'all follow us keep up with us because this series is going to be so dope so next week we're going to have afro beer chick on there her afro is amazing and so is her personality and um we'll be swapping out some beers and 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 stories so tune in y'all have a great weekend and drink up lift your glass to the swig podcast and keep toasting Yeah.